live in Chicago. The 2023 Tour. Ridley Field, August 9th. Get tickets today at 10 a.m. at tickets.com. An unforgettable night with the phenomenal Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band. For more, visit BruceSpringsteen.net. Broadcasting live from the Hyundai studio. Presented to you by your local Hyundai dealers. This is where Chicago goes to talk Bears. Sports Radio 670 The Score. Chicago's home for Bears fans. WSCR and HD Chicago. WBMX HD2 Chicago. Always live on the free Odyssey app. The Score! Scoreboard update. From the Chicago Wolves update studio, here's what's happening. NBA reaches its all-star break and the Bulls limp in. Losers of six in a row. Last night it was 112 to 100 against the Milwaukee Bucks. The Bulls find themselves 11th in the East. They are a half a game ahead of the Pacers and their 20-point, 20-game home TNT winning streak. That is ended. Booch had 22 points. Zach Levine, 18. DeMar DeRozan did not play. No word yet on if he will play out in Utah during the All-Star festivities, but he is planning to attend. The Bulls are next on the score Friday at 7 o'clock. That game has changed. It was going to be a 9 o'clock tip against the Nets. It is now a 7 o'clock tip. Also this weekend, Iodesumo has been added to the Rising Stars Challenge game, so he'll be at the All-Star festivities tonight. Also tonight, the Blackhawks are playing north of the border up in Canada, taking on the Senators in Ottawa, Cubs catcher, pitchers and catchers, White Sox pitchers and catchers are in Arizona working out. They'll be joined by the regular squads come Monday, college basketball. Third-ranked Purdue fell for the second time in a row. Last night it was to Maryland, 68-54, to and happy 60th birthday to Michael Jordan. Saturday is hockey night in Chicago. The Wolves are going to play at the Allstate Arena this Saturday, and they're taking on the Monsters. They're from Cleveland. Get the tickets for Saturday's Star Wars night at ChicagoWolves.com. Miss Chicago, too. We moved about uh, eight months ago, and I've, I've been lucky enough to be back a couple times, but um, had a great 10 years there and, and really miss it every day. Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 the score. Theo's yeah. moved out. Where is he going to New York? Is he now with MLB? Or is I believe he still... so. Okay. I'm not quite sure if he's in New York or Massachusetts. Right. Not quite sure about his location, but he is doing – Great work for MLB as a consultant. And I like the way he answered the question about whether or not he missed running a team. This is a time yes. of year where traditionally he gets ready and he hasn't last couple. And I think he, at some point in time, maybe it's next offseason, maybe it's a couple, but he will be back running a team and that team will be on its way somewhere. You know that he's going to be smart about it. You wonder if he'll get an ownership piece if he does come back, when he does come back to run the team. But it was great to talk to him and catch up. I because, agree. Boy, you realize how much you miss him when he makes so much sense in 20 minutes. He can, he can, he can, uh, he, he sure can sell. Jeez. He can sell. Uh, so, Texter checks in. Sox had a heads up, as every team did, on the new rules and knew the premium of second base. They still did nothing. <laughs> Well, I mean, uh, well, they they wanted to, didn't they? I, I suppose this could not have been the plan when Rick Hahn introduced Pedro Grafal as the new manager. I don't think that there were visions of going to spring training several months later, bragging about Romy Gonzalez and all the progress he's made. I don't think that was plan A. Yeah. Do you think they were going to make a trade and that and then? I don't know. 
But it sounded that way, didn't it? To well, you? you said it. Wasn't going to throw money at the problem. Right. You get ready to be creative. All of the code words for we're going to make a deal and we're not going to have that issue any and may, longer. And maybe it was Liam Hendricks and unfortunately his you know, diagnosis changed that. I think that's a reasonable question to wonder. Absolutely. That probably is something the Sox could not have anticipated. And you 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 hope that boy he is uh on the road back and you hope that he's going to be de- it's it's a very sad situation um and they've done the right thing when it comes to Liam Hendricks and they're asking for support and he's getting it from the fan base but it's a huge loss from a baseball perspective because of number one maybe you would have been more active in the trade market but secondly now that you kept him who's your closer um we should offer condolences to the family and uh, fans of uh, of one um, uh, Tim McCarver. He passed away yesterday at age 81, and he obviously a longtime big league catcher and broadcaster. And I know that some people didn't care for him, but I always felt like when you heard him doing a game, it was a big game. Absolutely true. Yeah. I, I know people, uh, everyone's going to have their critics. Sure. But – I can only tell you everyone's product of their own experiences. Yeah. Every time that I dealt with Tim McCarver for a story or just at, at, at times, class act, yeah. always had time for you. And the things that people say about him were always consistent. And if you get a chance to read the New York Post, Post story about Tim McCarver, what Joe Buck had to say, the way Tim McCarver handled being alongside him in the booth when he was a 27-year-old, yes. not quite as established right. or confident, in his broadcasting skills at that point in time, and Tim McCarver was a guy who brought him instant credibility, was very patient with him, yes. and he had a great career as a player. He had arguably an even better career as a broadcaster. Yes, condolences to his family and his fans that will miss him because he made an impact on the game. Um, 81 seems too soon. Is that weird to say? Because that's an old age. I understand that, but... My God, Sister Jean just wrote her first book, and she's 103. <laughs> seems seems she's gone too early. Is she 103? 103 I thought, years I thought it was old. 102. When did she? No, no, she's 103. Okay. It was a birthday celebration and everything. And right. everybody loves Sister Jean except for you. I do. I know. I love, I love Sister Jean. You asked me to describe my experience at the Loyola game a couple weeks ago. All I said was I found myself outside the team prayer, and – the team prayer went out a bit. It was like she was but, doing a rosary. That's I mean, all. Can you ever? Uh, can you ever not pray long enough? It right? worked. They won. I wonder if, if like, if you were in touch with the Vatican, would the rosary be shortened? I just, would you go like I, new rules on prayers? Would the Bible be a cliff? Would there be a Cliff Notes version of the Bible? Really? Can we do that? Everything a little bit more faster and compressed in today's busy society. So I'm just saying that it was one of those team prayers. Typically, it's like a 30-second thing, maybe. This was a good two and a half minutes. Yeah. Um, Love the book, though. Looking forward to the book. Seth Davis. Yes. Longtime Chicago guy. Uh, Oh, no. No, wait, maybe not. College basketball. College basketball, okay. But, yeah. yeah. Um, Loyola grad, maybe not. No. Okay, sorry. What is the connection then between Seth I, Davis and Sister Jean? Got to be college. Okay. Hoop, right? And um yeah. The the um the book is uh 
is, is what's what is the book? I saw the book a minute ago, and now I can't you bought it. I don't know. I will I, buy it online today. I'm Let's get, get back to I'm the get phone the cliff notes version. I will give you the exact title because it's kind of amusing. Three one two six forty four sixty seven sixty seven. And happy birthday to Mike Jordan. Sixty years old today. Michael Jordan, the greatest player in. NBA we do not history. want to overlook his birthday. Yeah. He no, often no. gets overlooked in the city. No, I don't know why we don't spend more time on that. Let's try Joe. Joe's on the road. Hey, Joe. Hey, guys. Good morning. Morning. Hey, you know, the White Sox, we're talking about the rule changes. The White Sox signed Billy Hamilton. I'm not a big fan. But what's going to stop him from stealing 100 bases this year when the pitchers can only go over the first three times maximum? Well, I think that Billy Billy Hamilton might not be on base enough to steal 100 bases. That might be the first thing that stops him. But your point's well taken. There's going to be more base stealers tempted to go if that's the limit on the attempts at at a pickoff. That's good. Why is that bad? I I don't think that's a bad thing. Do you, Molly? I mean, I don't know why you'd want to discourage base stealing. The major league leader in stolen bases a year ago had 41. That's low. Yeah, that is low. 39 the year before. That's what Theo said. Come on. Uh, the name of the book, and it's um, it is uh, Sister Jean with Seth Seth Davis. Wake up with purpose. What I've learned in my first hundred years. <laughs> That's clever. Yeah, I like that. That's very. Funny. I like the title. Thank you. Uh, and I didn't come up with it, but I bless you. Bless you for caring enough to compliment it. Jim's listening online in San Antonio. Hey, Jim. Hey, good morning. I appreciate you taking my call. Sure. I have two questions on the rule changes. One, if there's like five seconds to go on the pitch clock, why can't they just call timeout? Well, they, I mean, they have to get in. I mean, they, they don't have to throw the pitch, right? It, it's just a ball if you don't throw it. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, if, you, if, you're, if there's any kind of an issue and you're not ready and you need another second or you don't get into the – it's just, it's I, that's ball one. I do wonder this, and I, I don't know the answer because these are all new things. Great, great question. Do they have the capacity? Do they have to a call timeout? timeout? That's a good question. I don't know because I you, would hope not. If that it's would three and two, if it's three and two, what he's saying is bases loaded, three and two, bottom of the ninth. Well, I need, I need another I, minute here. You Let got five seconds, and I know you're watching at home, watching the pitch clock, or at the state at the stadium, Molly. You are. You're, you're nervous. You're anxious. So if you're nervous and anxious, how do you feel on the mound? Do you have a timeout? Can you step off? I I, I don't know. It's a good question. Yeah, I, I don't Theo? believe you have a timeout. Yeah, Dustin, get back. Theo back. Call him back and ask him. Come on. Yeah. One more Dan, question. Dan is listening on the Odyssey app. Hey, Dan. Hey, uh, Mike. How are you guys doing? Um, hey, listen, uh, when I was a kid growing up, we lived at Wrigley Field. And I, I, I enjoyed going to Wrigley Field as a kid, watching baseball. And if the game was less than two hours, I feel like I got cheated. But I understand, I understand why things have to change. Um, and, I, and I hope that it, it does impact baseball in a positive way and that it will uh, get young people interested in the game and bring us uh, some better baseball in future years. And... The other thing I just want to say, I, one of the callers talked about, well, you know, if the games are shorter, we're going to lose some of the concessions. I don't remember uh, Wrigley Field, seventh inning. Is that just a Wrigley Field 
thing. Seven no, I think that's a baseball. That's baseball wide. Yeah, I think it's that's pretty standard. And I don't know. Is it like dram shop X? I mean, is that the idea that you don't you want to give people a couple innings to sober up and you don't? I hope so. Alcohol there's, sales there's, there's are cut be off a, at the seventh the, inning. It's right? logic. Aren't they? Aren't they cut off at sense. Bulls games and Hawks yeah, games? Yeah, sporting I, events. I think, yeah, in I general, think I think general, that there's a cutoff time because right. people are actually leaving these sporting events, getting into their vehicles, yes. and driving home. Right. Right. <laughs> so. It would stand a reason that you would want to, at some point in time, near the latter stages of any well, respective sporting event, cut it off. But if Stop you, serving. If you actually lived at Wrigley Field, and I think he meant that metaphorically. I don't think they actually lived in the field. Well, we got a Baker Mayfield situation going on here. Who lives at the stadium? <laughs> Baker. That was tough for him to leave his home. It had to be tough. Yeah. I mean, he has been... He's, he's been, been through, through a lot. He has uh-huh. gone from he, he's the stadium he lived at in Cleveland to now the one he had in Charlotte. Now he's kicked out of SoFi. Where will he I, land next? I, let me ask you. So the I, and I probably should have asked Theo this, but the larger base is basically to ensure there is more stealing of bases. Because I was thinking just when I first heard about the larger base and it's a you know the size of a of a, of a pizza box and mm-hmm. all that. I thought, well, that's kind of giving you the neighborhood play again uh, on the double play. You know, maybe, you know how easy, we kind of saw a bunch of calls where, no, you didn't hit second, and that became like a big thing, and you had to stop the game while they looked at it or whatever. Well, it's also safety-related. It's it's safety-induced change. Okay, that's a safety. That's part of it. That's part of it. I think that that you don't want to have – I think in theory it cuts down on collisions. It's going to. Which which, which is, is like a, the neighborhood rule. Right? Yeah, exactly. At first base as well. Um, so injuries, just looking at, at the research here, and they looked at 13.5% base-related injuries dropped with larger bases in the wow. minors. No kidding. That's one element. The other thing is that base runners will be more aggressive because, let's face it, yeah. if you see a giant pizza box, you want a piece of pizza. So well, you're more I, likely to go for the larger base. It, Maybe I, I can get there. I can get there. Yes, I Yeah. Well, but it's like, yeah, I mean, think about it. I mean, if the base is a little bit longer at the base first is, base and it's a it, little bit longer. You're reduced second, by four and a half yes. inches. So you can get At there faster. Base? No, the, the total distance between, okay, if you're increasing two and a half or That'd what be, it is, it's in totality. Okay. The distance between bases is now reduced by four and a half inches. So when you do that, you are inducing more stolen base attempts. So you're saying, hey, you know what? I can do that because without that extra, without me having to go an extra four and a half inches, I might not be able to, but now I can. So baseball now, a game of inches. Yes. I hear you correctly. I think that's exactly what I'm saying. All right. Thank you for putting words in my mouth. I'm sorry. Bruce is on the road. Hey, Bruce. Hey, Hey, Molly. Uh Hey, bud. In, in the, watching the uh, baseball a lot, I'd seen a lot of left-handed hitters hitting the ball, going the other way, but hitting a little fly ball to left field. So the risk of moving the left fielder to right, too big. Thank you. Thank you, Bruce. You're exactly right. It's exactly right. Because if you're How just – How much you want to make a $5 bet that it's done anyway? I'm not. I'm not denying that it will be done. I think that there's a bigger risk involved because of what Bruce just described. If you are having an infielder, if you're having an infielder move, 
You have a dribbler down the third base line, big deal. Big deal. It's just a swinging bunt. But if you take the left fielder out of left field, you put him on the other right side of the of the the uh, defensive alignment, and you hit a fly ball into left field, you're running all day. You're getting to, you're standing on third and thinking that you tripled. That's I know people born that way. Uh, that was when we were kids. We would do like a pinky lock as a bet. I, I gave you. I, I, I know. My People on up. Twitch could see that. Nobody okay. else could see that yeah. on the radio. But that's a bet. A bet. A bet. A bet. There we go. Fred's back. But I, and I also love like, well, how much do you want to make five dollar bet? Like, like how much do you want to make a bet? I don't know where a five dollar bet came from when we were kids, because I don't think I've ever paid off a five dollar pinky lock bet. Man, bet Rivers has infected your veins. But I'm, I'm afraid that now I'm going to find out I owe people. And they're going to look for interest. Oh, you old people! Um, what about the what about the schedule? The fact that the schedule is now going to be and, and I mean this is bad news for the Cubs, bad news for the White Sox, bad news for any team that is not in a uh, an overly competitive division, right? Well, you can't feed off the Reds and the Pirates as much as you used to if you're the Cubs. Exactly. And the White Sox can stop getting fat off the Royals and the Tigers. Well, I mean. Theoretically. The Royals always seem to give the Sox problems. Theoretically, For whatever reason. But, yes. More interleague games, too. I know Dustin will love that. There's more interleague action. There is is a distinct possibility he could actually see see Mike Trout play. By the way, uh, before we break – Mike Trout yesterday, the Anaheim Angels met the media, and I found it very interesting because the storyline in Anaheim, in Major League Baseball, Shohei Otani is going to be somebody who is a free agent at the end of this year, out of contract. Yes, he is. Now, it's in the Angels' best interest to try to make sure that doesn't happen, and he never hits the open market. Right. But he didn't say anything yesterday that – led anybody to believe that he wasn't thinking about hitting the open market. I think the Angels media fan base wanted to hear him assure everybody that he was there for the long haul, and that was the more likely scenario. Didn't hear that, did you? No, didn't hear that, but we did hear Mike Trout say basically, you know, say lovely things about him and what a great player he is and kind of imply, if not, outright state that he's going to have the guy come back. Okay. That means nothing to me. That's as convincing as a Subway commercial. It was threatening, in my opinion. (laughs) A big deal. baseball should intercede. (laughs) Well, I looked at it. You can look at it that way if you want. Yeah, I'm just kidding. What I heard from Otani was, I'm I'm going to be available, Tom Ricketts. Start saving now. That's what I heard. I don't know what Dustin heard. That's what I heard. Dustin, do they have money left to to buy of course Otani. they ain't that money left. I know I'm not Dustin. Come on, Dustin. They have course, money I mean, left. Yeah, right? I mean, why not? How much money do they spend this year? $300 million? They allocated, million. yeah, th- over $300 million, yeah. Yeah. So how much is it going to cost to bring Otani? Another 350 At least. 400 At least. 50, but half, you know what? Half a billion? I, if the free agents that signed this offseason are worth what they signed for, yeah. whatever number you came up with uh, finally for Otani, he would be worth it. He would be worth it. 
I mean, we're, we have this season to get through. So let's get through this season. But I You do, brought it I up. I know, but I do think it's you interesting. You just brought it up and implied that he was on the move, and then we mentioned how much that could cost, I, 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 and you're like, knock it off. Okay. Let's just talk. I, how did so, that happen? So I think, I think you're right. I, I, I stand corrected. If you want to play this through, him becoming a free agent at the end of this year should entice the Cubs to start planning their pursuit of him and budgeting accordingly. Because if you are able to lure Shohei Itani to Wrigley Field, my goodness sakes. Yeah, give him the uh, the Correa contract that you never paid. Plus, plus, plus. Well, I'm saying he, yeah. they were going to. His ankles were You had them going for. I did, I know. Okay. That didn't work out so well. No. But I do like the way they pivoted and got Dansby Swanson because now that was a, now a more they're affordable. Now they're ready for the shift. They are ready for the shift. That's right. It's like they knew it was coming. It's almost as if. All teams in baseball knew it was coming, but as the texter said, the White Sox did nothing about it. Teams will face their four division opponents 14 times each, seven home, seven away, 56 games. They'll also face the other 10 teams in the league six times apiece, playing a three-game set at each ballpark. So rather than 16 interleague games, team will now have 46 such games on the schedule, wow. four against their geographic rival, three each against the other 14 teams, alternating ballparks annually. And Dustin will get to see both Otani and Trout. Well, he'll still be complaining about not seeing enough Mike Trout. He'll find any excuse to criticize Mike Trout for whatever reason. Is he going to come to Chicago? When, when's the last time Mike Trout played a – seriously. I think he came – When's the last time he actually played an well, inning of baseball in Chicago? But I think he came here for the for the Philadelphia game where Jalen Hurts was injured. I don't – No, I'm joking. I, I don't know why. He's a huge why. Eagles fan. You are so against the best player in baseball. Because if he is, if he's supposed know. to be Mickey Mantle, okay, then every Cub and White Sox fan, regardless of where they play, if the game's at Wrigley or at 35th and Shields, regardless, then you should want to make the effort to go see Mickey Mantle. I mean, think think about anybody who had the opportunity to see Mickey Mantle play. Every time Mickey Mantle came to that city, you did whatever you could to get to that stadium and pay a nickel or whatever it was back then, okay, to go you see Mickey Mantle play. You don't have to now. You can watch him in, from your comforts of your living room with your brand-new television or watch yep. it on your phone wherever no, you no, no, are. No. There you are could certain only players, David, that Mickey you should Mantle get off your Dustin. rear end and you go could, to the game. And if could, he's supposed to be a top three of all time, then you do that. You could only watch Mickey Mantle on the radio. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry I digress there. I, I, I just, it, right, you see, you, you, but see, don't what, act what, all innocent. What? You're like leading me down the road. You know what I'm going to say. What? I don't right, even let's know. Let's get to I, a break. 312 644 6767. Number one, I've never acted innocent. Have I, you uh, ever seen, have you ever seen Mike Trout play in person in Chicago? 312 644 6767. And give me the date or take in a picture, take a picture of it and tweet it to us. Take a picture of the date? A picture of your ticket, yes. Oh. The date on your ticket. What if you threw it out? Well, shame on you because it was it was it was Mickey Mantle playing. You should save that. There might be a market for that to you know, or what? or the one time Mike Trout ever played in Chicago, that ticket might be worth a lot of money. Yeah. Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, six seven of the score. Deep breaths. 
I'm just, I'm just need, not going to get triggered today. I'm not going to get triggered today. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Trout in the eighth, and now he blasts off on this ball into right center field, and it flies away. Mully and Hall, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 the score. That is is Mike Trout homering against the White Sox on uh, May Day of 2020. Uh, May Day is, of course, um, also known as May Eve. It's a, a holiday, I believe, in Europe. Which celebrates the uh, the equidistant point between the spring equinox and the summer solstice. Hmm. Did not know that. I, I'm, good stuff. Also, my parents' it's, anniversary. It's a pagan holiday. That's why your folks got married on that day. That wasn't 2020, though. They got when married they got in married? 2020. No, <laughs> no the highlight. The highlight. Oh, I know the marriage wasn't on 2020. Yeah. The but highlight. it's proof of of the existence it's, of Mike Trout yeah, in Chicago. Uh, yeah. That highlight, it's a great Justin, highlight. Justin defies everyone to to. But we actually, have people who actually saw Mike Trout in Chicago. Let's get to the phone lines. Yeah. he he begged for calls. Mike's in Rockford. Hey, Mike. Hey, good morning. Good morning, guys. How are we doing? Good morning to you, sir. All right. So this past May, it was May first again. I believe this year. I could be off by a yeah. day or two, but I have an eight-year-old son thanks to the great YouTube, is a big Mike Trout fan. And he specifically wanted to go see Mike Trout play. So we got tickets on the south side for, I believe it was Sunday, May 1st, this past past spring, and saw Mike Trout. And not only that, Trout hit a home run in the first inning. So Bingo. I guess a complete day. So there you go. I guess All right, buddy. Proof. Thank you. Angels I, won 6-5 to five that day. I was a little confused there because Mike said, I have an 8-year-old son <laughs> thanks to YouTube. I, 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 what? I, he had a comma there. Yeah. I know that you're – It just threw me. I know that you're the, the grammar police. Oh, there we go. You, you got me this morning. Now you got Mike. I didn't get you this Poor morning. Poor unassuming souls. Welcome to the club. <laughs> Zach is in Chicago. Hi, Zach. Uh, yeah, just like the last caller, um, I was there the Sunday night, uh, the Sunday day game when he hit the home run, and I, I also was at the Saturday game. It got rained out. The Sox won that one, though. 
I have three children, no thanks to you two. <laughs> you know who he, who he homered off of in that May Day Give experience? Dallas Keuchel. Oh, God, I just had a shiver. <laughs> Last home run he allowed for the Sox? Uh, I, it was who the. You, who would you rather see pitch for the White Sox, Dallas Keuchel or Mike Clevenger? That's an easy oh, one. That's, not that's an easy one. That's yeah, yeah. Luke's in Crystal Lake. Hey, Luke. Hey, so this is kind of a Les Grobstein-esque story. I will go as fast as I can. Okay, take your so time. I'm a diehard Cub fan. I'm a diehard Cub fan, diehard Trout fan. So the last time uh, NL West came to play the NL Central. I just looked it up. I didn't know the date off the top of my head was in 2019. So they came for an April series. Trout was hurt. I got tickets for all three games. Trout got put on the DL the day before. The first two games they played, the third game got snowed out, and then it was made up in June. My uncle got me a ticket for that game in June. I went, saw Mike Trout play. The Angels were terrible. He probably had their only extra base hit and uh, scored their only run. But the Les Grobstein part of it, that was also the last time that pitcher who unfortunately passed away, that was the last time he pitched was in that, that April game. So, Who was that? Uh, that? That gentleman who passed away with the, you know, the taking substances he shouldn't have been. Oh, boy. I can't remember Tyler his Skaggs? name. Tyler Skaggs pitched Skaggs? in that game? Oh, wow. He pitched on the Friday game okay. that I went to, and then went to the Saturday game. Sunday game was snowed out, made it up in June. So I got to see Trout play. The only problem was I didn't get to see Otani because it was the National League. So Yeah. We have a couple of texters saying that Trout played uh, at Wrigley June 3rd, June 3rd of uh, 2019. Apparently he also played, this guy's claiming, in 2013, uh, July 10th, 2013 according to another texter. He the has po- played at the, the point is, he has been spotted in Chicago. The point is... At both sides of town. The point is, Dustin is wrong. Well... That's the point. That wasn't necessarily the point of the exercise. For I, some reason, I, I think it must have been that 2019 series that triggered me. And then he also had issues with Joe Madden, got him fired out in... Uh, Anaheim because he didn't like the idea that he Joe might Madden get... got Joe Madden fired. Don't blame that on Mike Trout. Well, I... Wow, holy cow! This... I'm just saying Joe Madden. Be I... The... Well, good... I'm marveling at how ugly that got. How quickly? <laughs> Come on, Mike Trout got Joe Madden fired. Hey, you know he's whining because Joe wasn't gonna you know DH him and not play him in the field. Well, you know if you weren't as soft as Kleenex, you know, and you could be durable like a you know a good paper towel, perhaps soft. maybe you you know wouldn't just have to DH and could play your position, what? Mike Trout. Why again? Why don't you like the most complete player in baseball? What is it about him that brings out the venom in you? Now, Mike Trout, I'm I'm upset because, you know, I don't get on a plane and I do bad subway commercials and I went over 26. You know whose fault is? Joe Madden's fault. You know what you should do? You should leave me in center field and you should fire Joe Madden because that's going to make it all better. There's nothing better than only but a goodie. There's nothing better than baby Dustin voice. Whiny Dustin voice. There is a lot of The thing is, here's the problem with that. You can have whatever feeling you want about Mike Trout. What I think is happening, though, is that these these real negative feelings are seeping into your opinion of Shohei Otani, who is the easiest guy in baseball to like. He's the easiest guy in baseball to like. And if you don't want the Cubs to make a run and and try to invest a half billion dollars, which is what it'll take, in Otani, 
that somebody's going to pay, then I just don't get that. Spread it around. I'm not going to be. I'm not going to be a hypocrite. Like the same thing I thought about with Carlos Correa. Spread it around. I, I want the Cubs to spend. Spend. Spend the half a billion dollars. Spread it around. Do you think that your anti-trout sentiment affects your interest level in Otani? No. No. I do. I just don't like any. I don't think any. Any professional I mean, athlete outside of Michael Jordan would be worth half a billion dollars. So not even, what, not even what, a great quarterback in Kansas City. What, what surprises me is that you suddenly have this pro Joe stance when you were like leading the rush of people to kick him out of town. You wanted that oh, restaurant that's a, that's closed because you knew I liked the. Fish I, I'm there. pro Joe. No, no, no. I'm pro Joe. You I, were I like always Joe pro Joe. Yeah, I'm always pro Joe. But Dustin was like, but, you know, World Series, World <laughs> Schmeries. He got, he turned on. He Joe. turned on him pretty fast. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then Joe gets fired in yeah, in Anaheim, yeah. and now Dustin's his protector. Okay, I. It's I, a little inconsistent. That's all I'm saying. A you, little bit. You knew here. Ask Fryer if he can find that tape that I wanted Joe Madden run out of town. <laughs> Not going to be able to find that one. I don't. I, did, I, what did you erase it or something? <laughs> what are you saying? By the way, here we are on the verge of another baseball season beginning, spring training opening. First time in a long time, Joe Madden's not a manager of a team. Sitting there waiting. What is he doing? Is he just riding around? Podcasting, riding his bike, he's probably taking care the, of himself. He's probably in the camper. Very healthy. Uh, haven't talked to Joe in a few months probably, but he was – Going to wait for the right opportunity if it comes. If not, he could probably find himself in a in a studio. Oh yeah, easily, easily. If I marquee sports network, they've made some good decisions lately. That would be another one. See how interested he might be to 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 join their considerable stable of analysts. Could he open that restaurant again? That was a hell of a restaurant. <laughs> I like that restaurant. I, I'm totally serious. Yeah, I went there one time and I had a piece of fish that was awesome. I think they could use something right there. Tony Maturant, who was he? that was his partner, right? That guy's a great uh, restaurateur. Chef. It's a void that maybe yeah. I, I don't think Joe would want to come back to Chicago to do that. He might open a restaurant, but I don't think he would spend a lot of time here. He's he's going to be unless he were working here, and that's not going to happen. So I hope he gets. I actually I don't know if I hope he becomes a manager. I hope he gets whatever he wants. He can do whatever he wants. Texter just checks in. Really hot opinions and dubious evidence stances. <laughs> you're still, you're still being. Uh, you know what this is memorialized. You know, the end result of this, this Rhodes uh, yep. metric, like the Pakoda yes. metric, is that people are going to finally know how to spell his last name. Yeah, that's the best thing that happened. Bill Pakoda said that his name was constantly misspelled. Yeah. Before. And now, Dustin, everybody now, knows there's an A there. Yeah. R-H-O-A-D-E-S. That's right. Don't forget it. Don't you ever forget it. It's good stuff, Dustin. You're a good man. Bless you, sir. I hope you have a great weekend. And I, uh, I really... I, I think he's a good man, too. I just don't understand the Mike Trout stuff. It's... Part, it's just it's like it's it, it's some weird why didn't the Cubs draft him or why didn't he want to come to the Cubs? It's got to be some strange. The you know if a guy's the best player in baseball, I've just heard all this be, stuff for years and I just don't. I mean, I don't get you all don't get to see him on, enough at night on the West Coast. Right. I mean, again, I've been I've been early. only doing morning okay. radio for like I don't know too many years, probably years, if you ask yeah. the texters. Yeah, longer than poor sister Jean has been. <laughs> sister Jean and I. Earth. Yeah, Dustin, it's 103rd year of uh, 
of morning radio. All right, we've got uh, Dan and Lawrence. <laughs> and David, you're a great man, too, and I hope you have a great weekend. And I hope everyone has a great yeah. weekend. I I'm hope looking the forward to this weekend. Up this weekend's going to be a lot of fun. Lot no of... football to watch, but I'm, yeah. going, I'm going to the hockey game on Sunday, as I said, with my son. So we always have a good time doing yeah, that's that, the Hawks do. game. Uh, and this is going to be uh, – yeah, it's going to be a good weekend. I hope the weather agrees. I hope it's better than it was this morning. Yeah, I agree. You know, when we came Isn't here. Is it supposed to? Like the snow's all supposed to melt maybe? No? Sun is shining. No. Birds are singing. The sun is shining. It's going to be a great day. There's plenty of light. The boss man is paying <laughs> since I lost my baby. All right. 312-644-6767. You can't call now because that's the number not to call because the number to call is 312-540-0670. That is the scores contest line. And right now, if you are the sixth caller to 312-540-0670, you will win a pair of tickets to the Clark Kellogg tip-off, the madness event at Rivers Casino. It's on March 9th. you got to be 21-plus to attend. Tickets are on sale now at riverscasino.com. Just call the number now. 312-540-0670. We're going to give away a pair of tickets to the sixth caller. It's Mully and Hall at Chicago Sports Radio. 6-7 the score.